Welcome to Edwards Connect, a podcast that gets real-world examples of life from the Edwards Air Force Base community. I am Technical Sergeant Jeremy Nielsen, moderating today's discussion. This is the first episode, and we'll talk about something that has been on all of our minds, COVID-19. I think we can generally agree that life can be chaotic, and COVID certainly hasn't helped, but today's story will outline an example experienced by our air traffic controller community and how they addressed their new circumstances to ensure they could accomplish the test mission and stay connected. We will also have feedback from the medical community on why this was such a success. And with that, let me introduce A1C Zayas. He created an online gaming tournament that brought his community together during COVID-19. Thank you for taking my call and joining us today. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm an air traffic controller apprentice, meaning I control aircraft with my trainer watching me, making sure I follow all the rules of the 71-1065, which is basically the FAA Bible, and the Edwards rules and all the Air Force rules. Uh, I am Puerto Rican, grew up in Sidra, Puerto Rico, and then moved to Orlando, Florida in 2004. I didn't have much going for me, and I always knew I wanted to be a pilot, but I needed to have a college degree. So I figured, what is the next best thing? And that's how I chose my job. I love working on cars, my yard, and love my two dogs, Ghost and Price. That's so inspiring to hear that you were able to pursue your dreams while also supporting the community and national security. This past March, when Edwards went to HPCon Charlie and minimum manning began, you got a call. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so well, basically what happened was uh, I was playing Call of Duty with my supervisor, his son, and when we were playing, uh, we all just started having a good time. And since it was COVID, everybody was basically just not at home. I mean, not at work. They were all at home. And so I was just like, hey, wouldn't it be great if just to make it a tournament? And so he got in contact with the people that he knew since he was considered mission essential. And they thought that it was a great idea, you know, with first sergeants and superintendents, making sure everything was good. And then a team was formed after that. That's really cool. So you just took an existing way that you stayed related to your work center and you thought why don't we just expand this because we obviously enjoy it and we think that everyone else would too what kind of challenges did you face when you were trying to expand the tournament when we were trying to expand it the thing was that i was already put into a team with uh it was a team of three and then one uh first sergeant that was overlooking everything the thing that was the biggest challenge was that the other two people decided to go on different games so i had matt um there was madden nba and i had call of duty and so i picked it because i already know everything about it i created my own email everything and the guys that had the other games of madden and nba they didn't get anyone to participate so i figured they were going to help me since they didn't get anybody but unfortunately i mostly just got like hey i can't do this today or i'm not in the office i can't print this out so i just decided to do it all myself and the most help I had was from my roommate, Nicholas Hurahan, for the flyer to get the word out. But now that I know more about public affairs and the base-wide FSS newsletter, I should have maybe talked to them, but it was definitely a fun learning experience and we'd love to do it again. I could definitely appreciate where it gets frustrating sometimes when you try to create a cohesion and some things fall through and then you have to make that hard decision whether you want to continue on with it or you just want to let it go. And I'm really glad that you chose to commit to it. What kind of responses did you receive from the tournament participants once you did commit and you got started? Well, everything was great. Everybody gave me great feedback. Uh, when we started, 
everybody was excited. Everybody was ready. Uh, a lot of practice went into it. But at the end, everybody told me that, you know, I can improve certain things, but they still like the outcome. Uh, obviously, it was my, the first one that I've ever done. It was the first time that I've even done a gaming tournament. But I was able to still raise $800. Well, not me, but the first sergeant that was overlooking us was able to raise $800 as far as prize money. And so I decided, why don't we just make that into, split that up, just only first place, second place as well. So we got uh, five Bluetooth headsets for the first team and then five $25 gift cards for the, the second place winners. That's really cool. So you fundraised close to $1,000 just off of something that was already in place and you just wanted to share it with other people and expand that scope. I really, I'm really glad that you committed to it and that it turned out so well. Have you ever thought of maybe competing professionally? I've recently learned that Air Force and all the other services have something they're calling eSports, where you can actually do this. I don't know if it's actually part of your job. That'd be kind of cool if it was. But you can do this on behalf of the Air Force itself. Right, yeah, I heard about that as well. And it's just kind of like how they do the uh, football games. So I believe it will be a part of your job just to – do all of that and, you know, game all the time, get practice. I couldn't imagine a more better job to just sit at home and game. But hopefully, uh, as time goes on and I get good connections and I just, you know, continue what I'm doing now, it will turn into an eSport and it will definitely be a new thing of the generation, I guess. Absolutely. There's a lot of things that are changing and it's good to hear that some of them can be positive so that you can pursue these kinds of efforts. Was there anything from the tournament itself or maybe interacting with other players that were good lessons learned that you think you could use if you were trying to go competitive? Well, yeah, I definitely learned a lot of lessons. And if I was to go complete, uh, do a professional competitive and everything in that sense, it would definitely be very tough. It would be a lot of hours to put in uh, of just constant playing and getting better, uh, developing my skills, having the right people that are going to be able to play with me at those certain times. Because that's another thing that we had kind of a challenge with was we had uh, a British team that they were on the base, but they can they were able to use uh, one of their friends from, from Britain. So from the UK, they were able to have him as kind of like a sixth person in case one of the five did not work out. So unfortunately, one of the five did not work out, so we had to use him, but he was on a completely different time zone. So it was definitely something that we would have to coordinate. We'd have to make sure that uh, we were all on at the same time. And we, you know, if I was to go competitive, then I would have to have people in my own time zone, I would say, just to make it perfect. But those are very strong lessons to learn, but it was definitely something that made me learn more and have more respect for the gaming community. Absolutely. And it sounds like you learned some important lessons when it comes to just basic communication and then staying connected with people and pursuing efforts that enable you to express yourself and then share that with other people. So I just want to thank you again for participating and sharing your story and helping keep Edwards connected. Your story demonstrates how staying engaged with your coworkers may be a little awkward at first, but you can truly demonstrate how rewarding it is to relate to one another. When we come back, we will welcome A1C Zayas and to discuss how organizing the tournament made him feel and how taking on this challenge had its own reward. Welcome back, A1C Zayas. Can you describe how organizing the tournament 
made you feel and some of the ideas that you have after you've gone through this? So physically, it was exhausting because I was a team of one and had to coordinate with people. And I also managed a Twitch account that was also a commentator for. And as, you know, as the play went on, mentally, it was like air traffic, a lot of multitasking, but at the same time, it was definitely fun. Socially, it made me feel happy to have everyone together and talk smack too. Um, it was definitely something that during the bad of COVID, there was something good in it. I definitely agree. And you always need to practice your smack talk. So I appreciate any opportunity <laughs> to do that. Was taking responsibility for this effort worth the end state result? Oh, without a doubt. It was probably possibly one of the best and greatest things I've done in the Air Force next to actually meeting the chief of staff. And I wouldn't be here, honestly, if it wasn't for that. Do you think that this experience as a challenge has changed the way that you view challenges overall? Yes, without a doubt. Why I say that is because if you like something and believe in something and you give it your all, the happiness and the smile that you have on your face once it's finished means more to you than anything else. That's a lot of reasons as to why I push forward with anything. It's like how people say you, you, you do what you love in this world and you would never have to work a day in your life. Absolutely. If you accept your challenges, then it's no longer work. It's an opportunity to improve. Thank you so much. We'll come back in a moment to welcome our next guest and hear about Lieutenant Miller's inputs to this amazing success story. Welcome back to Edwards Connect. We're talking about social connectedness during COVID. Lieutenant Miller, thank you so much for joining us today. Currently, you're the bioenvironmental OIC of environmental health. What are some of your initial thoughts on Airman Zayas' stories and adaptations to COVID? Hey, thanks so much for having me. The gaming tournament, tournament is an incredibly adaptive response to this situation. It's in my opinion, this allowed for social gathering while still maintaining social distancing. So we've seen that the ramifications from COVID uh, really exemplify how much of an impact the little things, such as the smock, talking smack talk, obviously I can work on mine, uh, or that five minute conversation you have in the hallway, and those daily check-ins or good mornings, how much do those make an impact on mental health? So like A1C Zayas mentioned, I'm sure that getting to engage in the usual gaming situation was a huge boost to morale. So this story shows that with a little ingenuity, typical social events that can be adapted to meet health and safety standards for all are a huge boon. So remember, we're not social distancing for just your benefit, but for the benefit of all your friends and family, because the stakes are higher with this virus than any other prevalent cold or flu. I completely agree, and I do appreciate your input on the situation. Before the COVID-19 pandemic, you were already busy in operational health, but as I'm sure you can expound upon, COVID-19 probably exacerbated that. Right. So everyone in the medical group has been busy and our flight bioenvironmental engineering in particular has focused a lot more on how each shop or each flight can implement PPE, personal protective equipment, and other safety measures to maintain their mission effectiveness while also staying safe and healthy. And it's an excuse to play video games, you know, because with the PPE and everything. <laughs> Right. Although I'm sure it would be harder with gloves on. That would be interesting, though. A good challenge. But anyway, if you could, could you tell us about the team that you have that's been supporting the base? Right. So for bioenvironmental, I think most people know us as the people who do your gas mask fit test. But there's a lot more to that. 
We deal with all kinds of hazards. We're a 23-member team who all work continuously to evaluate the safety and the processes and materials in the shops on base. We help those work centers find the appropriate tools and PPE to ensure their members stay safe and healthy while working in some dangerous conditions. COVID-19 adds another layer of that danger to the environment, and it's a risk we work to control. Absolutely. And it's difficult for the general community to try to interpret that information and then apply it to the way that we currently conduct our operations and try to keep our family safe at home. So as we mentioned at the beginning, you're one of the bioenvironmental element chiefs. Do you have any thoughts on how we can progress as a community under the current COVID environment? Oh, man. Well, we all recognize it's hard to get the same sort of social satisfaction and connection to those you care about when you're not able to all be in one place. So I think the story that Airman Zayas told us about leveraging technology and creativity to come together for online events is one of the best tools we have. So I have some other stories of how me and my friend group have come together using Zoom and other platforms. Um, but also, if you do gather in person, remember to keep the groups small and always have a face mask. Try being outdoors to increase circulation because the major risk with COVID at this point is about 25% of all cases are asymptomatic, meaning you don't even know you have it. So to keep you and your friends safe, we all have to sacrifice a little with this social distancing. I completely agree. And I'm super excited to hear how you've adapted to the situation. We can all use new ways to try to stay connected and also have a good time because what we do is difficult and we need to find that connectedness. Many thanks to Airman Zayas and Lieutenant Miller for sharing their stories and keeping Edwards connected. If you have a story you'd like to share or suggested topics for the next podcast, please let us know. We invite our listeners to submit their suggestions for future episodes by sending us an email at jeremy.nielsen at us.af.mil. Last name in the global, Nielsen, N-E-I-L-S-O-N. First name, Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y. Thanks to all for joining us. I'm Tech Sergeant Jeremy Nielsen for Edwards Connect, signing off.